Radical, episode 152. In this episode, I get to talk to my little girl, my youngest, Sawyer, about our trip up there. It's a little bit more of a lighthearted um, talk, and now you know, I'm obviously heaping huge amounts of praise on my, my children. Um, but it's also one of those things where I get to grow them in a skill that it, I've developed over the years in podcasting and, and creating content. And, you know, uh, after recording with all of them, they seem to be thrilled about doing this. We haven't tried this in a long time, you know, tried uh, doing this early on and holding conversations with most of them. Uh, they're getting much, much better at being in front of a microphone for longer. And so I got 30 minutes out of about each and every one of them. And I said, you know what? You guys are going to get each and every one of you your own show. Uh, I think they were really, really uh, just tickled and, you know, felt special about it. And what a great way to have a, you know, kind of a rehash of the conversations that we had on vacation. And, you know, those, those, those moments where, they they get to they get to grow and we get to grow as a family. I mean, just for me, this is what is super important. And to be able to share this with anybody and everybody out there, um, you know, not always going to be the most successful parent, but there are sometimes when some of the fundamentals of parenting um, change. And when you get the fundamentals right, and that communication opens up, and you approach things with love and patience it's amazing what can happen and how good uh, some bad situations can be so at any rate without further ado Sawyer that's weird why does it feel weird I don't know can you hear me yeah I can hear you just fine you're speaking very well into that microphone by the way thank you thank you it makes everything easier for our listeners out there in the land of podcasts. Crazy, right? Yep. Are you excited? Yes. Thanks for doing this with me. Welcome to the studio, Sawyer. Is it better fill for you in here with the, the purpleiness? Yes. Jackson Jackson said, hey man, you got you to gotta give me the full effect. Turn on the lights. Turn on the stars. Let's go. <laughs> So Sawyer and I are also uh, just chilling out. She's sitting in the chair. I'm sitting in my office chair, feet up, just chilling out. We're going to have a great conversation. Um, we had a big week. First time in a long time we've gone on a family vacation. And <clears throat> my little girl, I mean, you crushed this, honey. Seriously. you at At seven years old, you are the bravest... I think bravest person for what you like the way you just go about life in general. Yeah. And you know, I know you're, you're very modest and, and you don't think too highly of yourself, but I'm here tonight to gloat on my little girl and our vacation a little bit. And we're going to talk about one thing in terms of a, growing moment that we experienced on the vacation and <clears throat> I think it'll be you know pretty lighthearted for most of the show um Sawyer tell everybody what you do uh most days of the week after school is over at the evening where, where do you go and what do you do what I usually do is 
I like to like sometimes I draw. Yeah, but I mean, where where do we where do we always go every day? Basically, after the work day is over, what's it time to do? It is time to go train jujitsu, right? Yes. Yeah, and you've been taking jujitsu now for like three two. and a, three and a half years. Yeah, yeah. Since you were three, um, you're seven now, and some change, and you um you're kind of fierce and i mean kind of like you go in there and abuse little boys that are sometimes two years older than you are you have any comment on that like destroying little boys lives i mean why do you hate little boys so much i don't hate little boys (laughs) you know i'm kidding with you right yeah um but you do i mean Let's let's not let's not be too shy and too coy here. You you go in there and you absolutely assault and murder these little guys and um, make them make them feel bad. Sometimes they cry, don't they? Yep. Yeah. You, you, what's uh, what's one of your favorite moves to throw? Um, I really like. I don't do it a bunch, but I really like the sacrifice. You like the sacrifice throw? Mm-hmm. Do you? Uh, what, what's your favorite uh, submission? Um, I really like the um, rear naked choke, but like sometimes I can't get to the back. Yeah. What about like just what? What is something? It's, it's kind of your go-to, your very normal type of uh, submission. I, I really only do like the arm bar. You like the arm bar a lot. Do you ever get the Americana? That's this really kind of Jackson's thing, isn't it? Yeah. Don't have that one mastered yet, huh? Mm-hmm. I always try, but like every single time, like I try to do it, but it doesn't work. We'll have to work on it a little bit. Yeah. That's cool. Jackson's a good teacher too. Like if you need a little help with an arm bar, I know, or a, an Americana, I know a kid. I learned this in advance. The advanced class with Coach Keenan, and guess what? It's called the Starfold. You like that one? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's a no-gi class, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you got some excellent instructors up there. We'd be remiss if we didn't say uh, what up to Coach Derek while yep. mentioning his school. Absolutely tremendous coach, isn't he? Yes. Why do you love him so much? Because he's a really nice guy, and he's like the best coach you can get. Is he funny? Yes. Is he tough? Yes. Does he expect a lot out of you? Yeah. Does he does he treat you like a princess? Yes. And does he also treat you like a little warrior? Yes. Yeah. He's a he's got it, right? Like he's creating he's you know one of one of my people like, you know, like the guys that I consider a brother. Yeah. And to to trust you know, somebody like that with your daughter and to have him, you know, teach you these skill sets, man, at such an early age and to be so, to be so, you know, fierce about it. Um, the way you, you kind of have a natural proclivity, which means you're kind of just a natural at jujitsu. Um, you've got a, you've got, you found that on switch where you can go and be a, a killer for a few minutes and then turn it off and I think that's really cool especially at your age to know everything you do but it also kind of lends itself to how you approach other things in life and 
I mean, from the word go, I think, um, I knew I had my hands full with you because I think we would go to the fair and you're like, let's go ride this or let's go ride that. Let's go ride this. And it was like, like way up in the air. I'll ride anything. Well, let's let's hold up a little bit. Let's stay on the fair for a moment. Like, yeah. you know, back in the day when we would go to the fair and we'd take on some of the, the really big Ferris wheels the, and the sky buckets and all that kind of stuff. And, you were just like in heaven. And like the mini roller coasters yeah man i loved I mean, those when i was little like three or four the little inchworm that went around at yeah. the fair yeah i mean you were just i mean it made your brothers you know hold on a little bit and you just scream and laugh and i was like oh my like this <laughs> this might be crazy <laughs> so fast forward um you know this this thing has grown into kind of i mean you're almost unbearable at theme parks because when we do go to places that we have uh, season tickets over at Six Flags here in Georgia, it's an all right park. It's a, you know it's got some some good coasters. Um, it's no Dollywood, but it's um, it's pretty good. And there are, the problem with our Six Flags is some of the biggest best rides you're not tall enough for. Yeah, that really kind of sucks. <laughs> but everything else, like the uh, you know the. The rides that you can the, ride, you the, ride. I really like the Mind Bender. Yeah. I mean, you like Batman. You've ridden Superman. Yeah. You snuck on to Superman. I'm not yes. going to lie. Like, Superman's got all these restraining harnesses and everything else. And Sawyer's like, I'm riding it. And she did. Lots. And. Like, you can be like my height to do good to go on that ride. Right. Because, like, it's so secure. Yeah, I know. Trust me, and that's it's and you know Goliath. I won't let you ride on because it's yeah, not because, as like, secure, it's, right? Yeah, and it's <clears> like <throat> a really big roller coaster. Well, it's only got like a lap. Yeah, like it's like a like you pull it forward and yeah. that's it. Yeah, that's there's it. no like there's seat no belts. there's no seatbelts. There's no shoulder harness. It's not like Batman. Yeah, or Superman. Or the coasters that have all the like, extra straps. I understand that, and I do understand the scorcher. Yeah, you're just not tall enough. Yeah, because like, I was trying out the chair, and I was just about, I was on my tippy toes, but. And you're very patient with us, because you know we try to ride everything, and sometimes that means you don't get to. Um, not very many, but there's a couple out there that you don't get to. And sometimes you try, and then you have your heart broken like you did the last time because they wouldn't let you ride Superman. She got on, and they were like, no. She was already seated. She'd already ridden it, and it's just like, geez, oh, Pete. But um, so fast forward. Um, outside, like, I, she, this girl will ride rides over and over and over and over again at six and seven years old. And she just, she's tickled to death, like no hands, screaming, having a great time. <laughs> and like, I am, you know, I, I'm, I'm the doting father, like, oh man, like at first I was a little concerned, but, um, you know, now that she's ridden every damn thing in the park, uh, multiple yep. times, it's just like, oh, she's, she's got it. So this time around, we went, uh, up to Pigeon Forge in Dollywood for our vacation. Like everybody mm -hmm. knows. And we went up to Anakista, and you were full throttle on the mountain coaster, which we've everybody's already heard talk about. 
Um, and then uh, Henry and I talked about the, um, you know, the, the what, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, zip lines. Yeah. And the and the uh, belay towers, the the rappel towers. Yeah. Right. So we've already talked about that, but the, I mean, you were just. You screamed on those things, and you're lighter than Henry, and you still made it to the end because you weren't so nervous that you like you were paying attention, right? Yeah. And what do they tell you to do? They tell you knees to what? Knees and like cannonball into a cannonball, and you well, you just were just like, like, I got this, no like, problem. Hold it forever. Yeah, hold that position till the end of the line, right? Yep. Were what was your opinion of our guides? Of Rachel and Josh and Princess. They were really, really good. Go they ahead. are really fun instructors, and I think we're really lucky to get them as our instructors. I think so, too. I mean, great jokes, good times, all about safety and keeping things moving and keeping it light where a lot of the adults were having a lot of problems up there. And you know what was funny is, like, I think most of them were looking at you going, man... This little girl is out here having the time of her life and just attacking these zip lines and these rappel stations like it's her job. And we're nervous. And like he had to push some adults off of the tower. You know, like I stayed back on the, you know, the first one so you guys could all go down together. And I was the last one to go down. And as I'm watching him, you know, get to the end of the adults. He's saving some of the scared ones for the end. And you know, at the end, he's like, you ready? On three. One, two, and you push him on two instead of waiting to three to push him off. And boy, I mean, <clears throat> I think uh, I think you kept things moving. And I was super proud like that day. I was like, that's my little girl. <laughs> that's my little girl. And I think, I think you know, jujitsu's really helped you uh, in terms of being fierce and somewhat fearless smart you know what i mean like you're not just taking risk and caution and throwing it to the wind but you definitely you know are like yep no we're good let's do it right yep (laughs) so um this time around um because we've talked about all the rides you rode you loved gatlinburg uh not gatlinburg but uh dollywood what was what was your favorite ride i really I'm not going to lie. Blue, I mean, Wild Eagle wasn't my favorite. Wild Eagle wasn't your favorite ride? No. I could have swore it was. You wrote it about a million times. What really got me was the fire one. Fire chaser? Yeah, because, like, it's so good. It goes backwards, and it just has a story. Were Were you surprised by the fire chaser when you went backward the first time? Yes. You didn't think we were going backward? No. Really? Yeah. So you totally surprised and, and it yeah. got you, huh? Yeah, at the end of the fire chaser, you pull in and there's some pyrotechnics and all this fun stuff. And then I was like, is this the end of the ride? Do we have to jump off? There's a there's a track switch and all of a sudden you're going backwards and it's fantastic. And there's like this huge firework and then there's like... Steam. Fire over there, but it doesn't actually set it off it just like makes it come forward yeah but it doesn't actually fall and it just like blows air out of the top and then we are like <laughs> <laughs> so that was your favorite ride i didn't know that yep um 
Well, had I known that, I would have taken you guys over there and let you ride that even more. Guess what? What? Um, Wild Eagle is my second favorite. Oh yeah, and I, I will say this about Dollywood too: like, there wasn't a ride you couldn't ride. We didn't get to ride um, Lightning Rod, which was just closed and had had some problems. Looked great. Yeah. We're gonna have to go back and check that out. My second favorite ride was. Henry calls it the bum bum coaster because it says you bum 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 yeah. bum bum bum. That was the that was the mine. So we we talked about all of those. Um, you really, I mean, seriously, even with the giant coaster that is uh, Wild Eagle, you you rode it over and over and over and I mean, seriously, I think you guys got in at least forty roller coaster rides that day, and I would say probably at least half of them were on that ride. Yep. Yeah. So. I mean, that's awesome for a seven-year-old. So let's fast forward, or I should say back up a day, right? Um, this is going to be, you know, Sawyer's growing moment for the trip. And it's a little more lighthearted. Because um, we talked about Jackson's and we talked about uh, Henry's, you know. And I thought, you know, everybody had a moment on this trip. And I thought this was kind of your moment and the, a moment that, you know, I got to have with you and... Um, it was kind of funny because we, the first night we were around, we went out and we played putt putt. Yes. I really loved that. So the first night was fun. It was kind of, um, a pirate theme, had some pirate ships and crash vehicles and it was a pretty simple course. And there was like these cages like in the walls and then there was like skeletons. Yeah. A bunch of pirate stuff fighting matey. Yeah. So we would, um. We, we we learned that was the first time you guys had ever played mini golf, and so we had to work on our stances and our grips and how to hit the ball and touch. And it's really uh, not your thing. It's definitely not Jackson's thing. It was more Henry's thing. Yeah. Where Henry was kind of the odd man out the rest of the trip outside of golf, but he had he was a natural with golf heights, not so much. But he got over some things, right? So for this to kind of be Henry's shining moment, and this was your, um, this was your moment of struggle yeah. for the trip, and you know, it's all about trying to have a good time. I really had like a hard time like gripping the thing; like I was super confused. Yeah, and you know, standing on the right side of the ball, and you know, there's some steps, right? Like putting is one of those things where if you are, um, if you're good at remembering the steps. You can actually be a pretty good putter pretty quickly. But for some people, they're just thinking, put the ball in the hole. Put the ball in the hole. They're not thinking, you know, put the address the ball with the club and then set your feet and then, you know, set your hands and then just an easy little tap most of the time, depending on the hole. And you're going to do all right. But, like, it's okay to miss on your, like, two first Putt-putt courses. Listen, it's putt-putt. You can miss all you want. It doesn't matter. Like, it's putt-putt. And that's the thing is, most of you guys, I don't know, I told my kids, like, I don't play golf because most people who play golf are playing golf because they want to be good at golf, and I just don't care. Like, like it's not like you're going to, like, fight and then, like... No, and you're not going to earn any money. money. Nobody's nobody's going pro playing putt-putt, so you better have some fun... And you better be able to laugh like, at yourself. All, like, 
all of vacation is part of having fun. Yeah. Well, it should be, right? Like we yeah. it's also time to grow and do some stuff together as a family. So we get through the first night of playing putt putt. Yes. And then um we the next day is Anakista. The day after that, we we rested for most of the day, drove around, like I was telling everybody earlier. And then that night when it cooled off, we went to a great little putt-putt that time. It was called, uh, it was a Ripley putt-putt. Yeah, it was like... The farmyard or something. Yeah, and we did like... It was in Pigeon Forge or something? Yeah, I think it was in Pigeon Forage. P- Pigeon Forage? Forage? Pigeon Forge. And so, um, great theme. And all that kind of stuff, but you guys came out wanting to do really well, especially you, and wanting to win because that's just kind of how you operate. You are you're that that you're the kid that wants to win. Like you're the kid that wants to be first. You're the kid that's fierce. You're the kid that has like I think has this like chip on her shoulder sometimes because she's got two older brothers and she's got to keep up. And you're like. There's no reason I can't, which I love. I think it's great, but it's putt-putt also, right? And so we're going through the course, and we had to slow down, and people were passing us because we've got a group of five. Most people playing putt-putt, there's only like two. And it was the hard course. It was the hard course. That might have been my fault for choosing the hard course. It's okay. I thought you would. I thought you guys wanted to play a more challenging course than you had the first time and you're like yeah let's go play it you know which one i really liked what's that i really liked that rat one when you like had to like if you wanted to get like jack like get hole in one and you would go to the rat and he would say something and so it was a little animatronic rat and he would pop out of a bucket if you took a certain harder route on the, on that hole, right? And guess what? <clears throat> I really liked the part when you got it through the rat and then he was scared of you. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody who tried this rat, right? Like the rat would come up and they would he would say something sarcastic, you know, like yeah. pop, he pops up and he and he would be you kind of mean to the golfers. And I was standing right by the rat when he came up, and it didn't say anything. And they're like, he didn't say anything to you. And I said, why? Because he's scared. Well. <laughs> and you guys were like, get out of here. Well, I'm going to be honest. The most annoying thing in that course was that duck. Was the duck, right? Yeah, because he was like, hey, dude. Hey, dude. And he was just dude, stuck on dude. repeat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's mini golf for you. But. So let's fast forward to your your moment that night, right? Your moment that night. You recall we were we were all on top of I think it was the uh, the fifteenth hole. I think we had about three holes yeah. left, and this hole started out kind of up in the air on a bridge, and it went down and down and down. And um, are at, you talking? At, yes. Hold on. Let me. I gotta tell the story. <laughs> oh so at the bottom God. of this hill, there's a cup. And Sawyer's the first one to to take a shot at it. And so she she hits it and it goes down the hill and bounces off of a wall at the bottom and bounces back. And it's a pretty good shot. We're all like, oh wow, that's a really good shot. And then I think 
Henry got up. No, that was Jackson, I think. It doesn't matter, right? Yeah. So Jackson gets up and he hits the ball. And the ball goes rolling down the hill. It hits the back wall. And then it rolls towards the cup. And in super dramatic fashion, little by little, it keeps rolling, keeps rolling, keeps rolling. Plop! Hole in one. one. And Jackson's like, yeah! You know, high fives all around for Jackson. And I can see Sawyer's face like, oh my God, he got a hole in one. So then Henry gets up. And Henry hits his ball. And it goes down, 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 down the hill. And it hits the backstop. And it bounces back, and it goes right in the hole. Boop. Two hole-in-ones. Brothers are high-fiving. They're laughing at their little sister. The little sister is now like, what? This is ridiculous. You were... I was crying. But not like I really was cry. silent crying. You were like, in, internally, you were like, oh, I can't believe these guys are beaten. Right? And then mom gets up. Mom hits it. And it goes... Down, down the hill. And hole in one again. <laughs> Another hole. Like, this... what in the world? Sawyer. Sawyer is now being beat by her own mother, and she cannot stand And it, I was right? like, if my dad gets a hole in one, I'm going to be like. Did you really think I was going to get a hole in one? I did. You did? Yes. So maybe. And you... then you got a hole in one. <laughs> so I, I hit it. And so like four out of five of us have a hole in one and we go down and we're like, Hey, let's take a picture. You know, like what are the chances? I think it was kind of this thing called a morale hole, right? Like keeps, keeps everybody's morale up towards the end of the game. Cool. If it's like two people that get a hole in one or three people, but like when it's five, like four people out of five, that get a hole in one on this thing as a group, you kind of going, ah, this hole's kind of rigged, but you didn't. And you were just like, this, this whole, this is terrible. I I was like, I can't believe this. I, I want my money back. And I don't want to play this stupid game anymore. And guess what? And then we tried to take a picture. And you were in the picture. And what did mom say? No, you take the picture. Because you didn't get a hole in one. And that made you even more sad about it. Didn't it? Why? I got like a hole in three. Because I remember I hit it a little bit too hard. And then it like... So you didn't even get a... Hole in two. <laughs> Part two. <laughs> so, so we go and we get a picture. The first picture you can see Sawyer's face and maybe I'll post these on Instagram for you guys to see because it's hysterical. So, like we're all holding up number one. We're smiling. Sawyer's face looks like, you know, you guys, come on. This is ridiculous. Stop your clothing. Stupid hole. And then Meredith comes in and Sawyer takes a picture and it was hysterical. But we get back that night. And I don't know how many times on the car ride you you mentioned the fact that you didn't get a hole in one. And I was were, like, it was a lot. I'm I, I was so like, upset. It was like you gotta let this go. Like it's we had, we've had some great days out here. You gotta you gotta let not your hole in one go right. And so even at the end of the night, after I had had my moment with Jackson, um, I got to go upstairs and tuck these guys in and. Uh, Sawyer still beside herself with her abject failure of not getting a hole in one. I got to talk to her. I got to, I guess something's wrong. What's going on? So we have this talk on your bed Yeah. and just across the way, I think the boys were listening to it, but it doesn't matter. It was a, it was a daddy daughter talk. 
And what did I say that night? What What did I say? Do you remember the, Sometimes the lesson? Sometimes you just have a bounce. A, a bad bounce, right? Sometimes in life you get some bad bounces, right? In life. I mean, all sorts of things in life. Sometimes you're going to get a bad bounce. But what? Like, sometimes you're going to trip and you're going to fall, but someone's always going to help you back up. Well, maybe. Hopefully. Um, sometimes, you know, life isn't fair, right? Is kind of the moral of the story. You get a bad bounce. You know, life isn't fair. You got to get up. You got to dust yourself off. You got to recompose yourself and, you know, pick up any little cool points off of the ground, put them back in your pocket. And, and continue with life. Yeah? Like, getting bad bounces are part of life. Yeah, it is. Like I said, life isn't fair. You're going to get bad bounces. But at the end of the day... Like, the past is past. Just forget about the past. Yeah. We're still alive. We're still breathing. We're still having a great vacation, for God's sake. <laughs> yep, because like... <laughs> the next day it was awesome. Only right? we have like school now. It's vacation yes. with school only. School and vacation are way different, but for for you and for anybody out there listening, it's just like, hey, listen, sometimes in life, you're going to get those bad bounces. Yeah, like some days you're going to get bad bounces and some you're not. But at the end of the day, if we're good and we got everything, our health, our family's good and everything else, even days where you have bad bounces can can be good days we can look at them in a positive light instead of a negative light we don't have to dwell on the bad things we can look forward to a new day we can look forward to good things we can count our blessings and we can say thank you and and all that kind of stuff um what's what's on your mind what really helps me Remind myself to really just cool, like, relax, is to think about my family, and we're having a wonderful time. And you've been working on this at night, too. Like, yeah. You're, you're a big girl. You got your own bed. And a king-size bed. Don't don't tell anybody that. She inherited a bed because... Her, uh, her grandparents didn't want one, so I stuck it in there. And that's kind of our guest room when people come. So at any rate, she's got to sleep by herself while her brothers get you know to sleep in the room with each other. And so, you know, it's a it's a house. And when you're little, sometimes you got to think about other things than just, um, you know, things that keep little kids up at night. You know, mm-hmm. like the bumps in the night and the scary stuff in the dark. And, you know, your thoughts that maybe you saw something you know, like, like zombies or something. Sometimes, like, I see, like, with my star machine, like, sometimes I see, like, creepy shadows. Yeah, and what do we do? We sit there and, and we close our a, eyes. And we take deep breaths. Yeah. First thing we work on, anytime we're out of sorts is our breathing, right? Yes, but the first thing I usually do is I, like, loosen up my body. Right. And you can do both of them at the same time. You know, starting with your toes, working through your feet, into your ankles, all the way up your legs. Big breaths. Slow, easy, big breaths. And we're just working on the basics of life. And if we got the yep. basics of life, what do we know? We know life is good. Yes. Yeah. It's, like, uh, it, it, 
those those little things and if we can get relaxed all the way up in our shoulders and into our jaw and stuff like that then what we can do is continue breathing and relax and say thank you for things right yeah and maybe if we make it even further without falling asleep we can maybe even say maybe i i need something right like i this is the one thing i might need right and really it's this is like this is what some people call praying it's what some people call meditation um and some people talk about envisioning things and i think it's a super positive way for everybody but to learn it at such an early age to be able to calm yourself to be able to to count those blessings and to think and to understand that some days bad bounces are going to happen and you're going to work through those even and in your mind is going to you know get into a better place and you're going to be better the next day like somebody's going to bully you and then like you say like don't do that but then like they stop like if they don't stop they're just going to like do stuff but we're not going to let that happen, right? Well, yeah, I'm more or less wrapping up at the the end of this with the moral of the story. And in your in your character arc during this thing, you learn some valuable lessons. And even on vacation, you know, you can you can have some moments where a lot of times everybody's not used to being in cars and crammed together and you're not used to being all together all the time, 24 hours a day. And you got to do some conflict resolution type of stuff. And yeah. it's communication and it's work and it's... It helps us like get together more. Yeah. It helps us to love like, each other, Like we can it? always like, like at home we're just like all like in separate rooms. Doing, but, doing like, things, right? Yeah. Like my brothers are doing Legos. Jackson's watching TV. I'm downstairs doing an iPad. And, like, you're working outside. And, like, mom's, like, vacuuming. Vacuum. Yeah, and this is all after school work and everything else. Like, this is a busy little house most of the time, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we got things to do. You guys got things to learn. Um, and, you know, when you get a little free time, you know, sometimes you get to go and do some other things. But it helps us, you know, all the time to be able to, to sit down and communicate and and love on each other and grow together. And I think that's what creates real love is being able to see each other grow and growing together and helping each other. And have a good time. Yeah, and loving and and loving on each other. And I think that's probably where we will wrap this up. I want to say thank you very much for coming and doing this interview with me. This is is your longest interview, I think, ever, Sawyer. We've tried some things in the past and you haven't been able to sit still. And you're like, I got to get out of here. We got to go. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like three or five years old and I was like, tick, 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 I said, that, that's, that's it. We got to go. Yeah. But uh, hey, really good job. I'm looking forward to doing more and more of these in the future and um, sharing them with everybody out there how you guys are growing, how I'm growing as a dad, and how we're growing as a family and uh, try to help people where we can with some of the, the positive ways that we get through things and sharing some little secrets and helps and tips and all that fun stuff. So at any rate, Sawyer, 33 minutes. 
I'm going to be able to chop this up into three different shows, and you will be the star of this one. Congratulations. I love you, little girl. I love you, too. Hey, um, for everybody out there, at the end of the show, you know what I say. I always say, I love you. I need you. Peace. And then what do you say at the end of every show? I say, um, wait, I, I don't really have a show. But no, at the end a, of my show, you're the, you're the voice at the end of my show. What, like what, have a good day. No, what, what, what is, what is the recording that I have of you at the end of every show? Oh, uh, I forget every it's, single time. Don't hurt people. And don't take their stuff. All right. Can you do it all at once for me? Don't hurt people and don't take their stuff. I love you. You're awesome. <laughs> Peace out, everybody. All right. That's going to wrap it up for this week, ladies and gents. Thank you guys for tuning in, sharing the show. If you want to support the show, you can go to radicalpod.com. You can subscribe on any podcatcher. Uh, merchandise is up on that site. You might have to open a new tab to get to the, the link. Uh, like I said, new stuff is being designed, and I hope to present it to you guys sooner than later. Um, if you would like to leave me a review, you can go out on Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star review. I will read it here. I appreciate each and every one of you guys that does that for me. Uh, it's it's really uh, it's it's humbling, and it lifts me up and, and lets me do, know that I'm I'm doing the right things for you guys. And uh, I I mean. Positive feedback is amazing. So thank you guys for all the positive feedback on these shows, especially um, as we kind of add to what we're doing in terms of content. I think it's I think it's going to be a lot more fun and a lot more um, I don't know satisfactory for me to be able to talk about what we're doing out here in in family land and homesteading and all that other kind of stuff and working locally is just I think you guys are, you can translate it to your own lives you know not everybody's going to run for uh, an office like U.S. Congress or Senate or governor or anything like that but most of you guys can start to do some things in your life like prepare and get ready for what's coming here in America and we see it and I think all of us see it and I think it weighs on us a little bit and it's it's better to start talking about you know, this with our families, it's better to start talking about this with our community, uh, and people in this community that hold executive positions, especially. Um, but at any rate, if you guys want to help the, uh, the show and financially, you got a couple of nickels to rub together. You can go out to, uh, patreon.com slash radical pod. If you got anything to bring to my attention, you can send it to Shane at RadicalPod.com. And I thank you guys all for all the patience, for being with me, for for taking a chance on some new content and all this other kind of stuff and listening. Man, you guys are absolutely the best audience in podcasting, and I can't, I can't thank you enough uh, for everything you do, for everything that you bring to my attention, for lifting my spirits, for the feedback, for what you are doing in your own communities and within the liberty movement. Uh, you guys are fantastic keep working, keep grinding. This, the system is obviously falling apart at, um, at, at an amazing rate right now. It's, it's an amazing time to be alive, to witness, uh, and behold and to prepare for. So if you know it's coming and you, uh, can, you know, do some things, man, I'll tell you what, I, I've had some requests to go out and do, um, an emergency preparedness type of show. And I think that's probably 
going to be in the mix next week here on Radical. So stay tuned and share the heck out of the show. Um, go out there, subscribe on everything. It really helps me. Um, if, if you're not subscribed on YouTube and all the rest of it, please just go out there, hit the, the like button. Uh, if I've earned your subscription, I really, really appreciate it. And uh, outside of that, I love you. I need you. Peace.